where we're starting. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's got a tinge of racism when he's when he, when he, when, we're working with a host this week. A nice kid. Shall rename nameless, <laughs> but he got it. Got a tinge of when he brings you up. What's the generic Asian thing he does? Yeah, well, he says uh, you've seen him in The Hangover one, two, and three. Yeah, or uh, he just got off his shift at Izumi Sushi <laughs> Restaurant. <laughs> I I, uh, I was on White Chicks, so I went, yeah. I'm a Wayans. I'm a random Wayans Negro clone. Wow, and you're and you're like Eddie Chef or or Ken Jong. Yeah, <laughs> or he says, "Hey, give it up for Kim Jong Un, everybody!" <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, it goes straight Trumpian, straight <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, thank you for coming and listening to the Comedy Fitness Podcast. I'm your host Don Gray, bringing something new, something fresh every week. This week, I have the pleasure to work with a very, very funny comic, Paul Ogata. How you doing, Paul? Ah, the pleasure is mine. Thank you, and you—you you, you have not been—you're not Ken Jong. By the way, and well, you haven't been on the Hangover, but <laughs> you are, you've been doing comedy what twenty years, man? A long time, yeah, but um, full time for twelve years. Okay, yeah, quit well, my job twelve years ago and started doing this. Shoot, I should have asked you. Well, what was your life before? What was your job before this? Uh, directly before this, I had a morning radio show in Hawaii. Oh shit! Yeah, on a hip hop station. Oh damn! Yeah. Okay, so okay, <laughs> so when you <laughs> when you think hip hop, you think this guy right here. Uh, actually, dude, okay, we were talking about the earlier with the DJ who happens to be also Filipino. Yeah, because man, I have some Asian friends who grew up in the hip hop community. Okay, you want to talk about racism stories? <laughs> my racism with white people have nothing to do. Have nothing on my Asian friends who have had to deal with some ignorant ass Negroes asking some ignorant ass questions at hip hop concerts around people. I'm sorry, dude. My people can be hella racist because we learn from the best. So I, 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 I know. Look, trying to make it, like it in the hip-hop community as an Asian, <laughs> it's 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will. <laughs> Were you heavy into hip-hop? Uh, well, that was or, that was my life for like five years. Oh, right? dude. Oh, my gosh. So you're interviewing artists. You're doing all that yeah. stuff. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so was it, was it fun? It, fun. it was a blast. Uh, okay. the, the hours were stupid. I'd have to wake up at three, three thirty in the morning so we could start the show when it when mm -hmm. it started. But uh, it was fun. Every day is a great exercising creative uh, ability. You have to write stuff every day and then burn it down. You yeah, can't, you can't do the same no, joke because they're radio. listening tomorrow. Yeah, wait, well, you do have the voice, man. Ah, well, yeah, you do. You have a smooth, silky voice, man. Exactly. Well, thank you. you exactly. <laughs> See, that's straight to Kai. Very <laughs> good. I, I, I try to make him too. Hello. I, I, I can't be a silky. So okay. So DJ, you were still doing comedy though. Yeah, uh, in Hawaii, which was a difficult place to do it. There were no comedy clubs. Mm -hmm. uh, when I started, there was one comedy club. Then it closed down. There were no comedy clubs. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, that happens to us. Yeah. So then you had to come to the mainland to in order to like do gigs if outside of the radio, but you were working bits on radio. You were running those bits. Sure. And then uh, uh, the Laugh Factory opened the club in Waikiki. There we go. And uh, I started. To, I was like their house MC. Uh, the owner came down from Hollywood and he saw ah. me and he decided he wanted to help me, which was amazing. He really didn't have to do that, but he got me on. Uh, Late night TV. Oh, fantastic. You know, Damon Wayne's movie. Boom, and anytime boom, boom. I was in oh. LA, I got to go on the, the stage at the Lab Factory. Oh, that's nice. So, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Was, was oh, that's nice. That's nice. It's always good to hear stories that are good yeah. about certain people that we like. <laughs> no, because the industry is tough. And, like, listen, I, I grew up in LA. So, like, my experience with Jamie is done, 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 done. You should be white to black guy. 
You should be. You white. should be white black guy. We already have a couple like you. You know, I'm working with Chris and some other people. You, you act. Uh, you young white black guy. How about, can you do that for me? I'm like, I don't need. Uh, maybe. I mean, not like I didn't. I wasn't opposed to it. I just didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, what does that even mean? <laughs> exactly. What is- I'm like, dude, I'm down to sell out. I just don't know how you what level you mean for me to do. I can't put on a sheet. But what the hell? Are you, <laughs> what are you going to do? But I mean, it's good. But but you know, it's good to always have like. But first of all, you're funny. But it's always to have like someone legitimately who has some comedy power actually take someone who's talented. Like yourself, and actually, okay, this is a person I mean to have up front, have, have up here, and I want to help with the career. That's fantastic. So, L.A., been out there for a while? Yeah, I've been uh, in California for about 12 years now. Loving it? I miss Hawaii every day. Yeah, do you, man? Do you, do you? I mean, I think L.A. is very useful, but... Yeah, there's a lot of beautiful places in the world, but there's something magical and intangible about Hawaii that is uh, cannot be matched or duplicated. I've only been there for a week, and I thought it was fantastic, and I like Spam. Oh, well, you fit right in. Spam sushi, but I love Spam, but I like Spam the uh, on spam rice. Spam musubi. That makes so much sense. I can't believe it's not everywhere. Right. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful for breakfast, and sometimes they had a little egg. And some people don't know. Okay, you slice yes. Spam into little uh, slices. You you fry it. Uh, you can either fry it in. Uh, uh, some people like to fry it in uh, not teriyaki, but there's soy and sugar. Mm-hmm. And then you put that on a, a little block of rice, and you mm-hmm. wrap it with uh, nori, which or seaweed. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and it, so it's it's wasabi. It's was how would you say? Uh, no, wasabi. Yeah, spam musubi. 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 Because yeah. it's not sushi. It's not spam sushi. But it's musubi. Yeah. And oh, it is and it, wonderful. It's fantastic. It's, I, I can't believe it's not more places. And I, and, I, and you know what it is, though? Pokey's everywhere now. Pokey's everywhere. Everywhere. I'm torn by that because I love uh, poke. It's, yeah, oh, poke. See, uh, I love that. That's correct. Man. But yeah. now that everybody's getting into it, we're going to run out of fish. I think we're getting overtuned it. I know they're big suckers. They're bigger than I thought. Yeah. I thought they were tiny. They're really fucking big. But it's got a lot of poke. Man, everywhere you go, pokey is in the uh, airport. Pokey, pokey trucks. Yeah. Pokey this, pokey that. And, and Hawaiian barbecue is taking off. In other, in, in, uh, last time we visited California, Hawaiian barbecue is everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. That's, uh, it's so inauthentic. What is, okay, now you tell me, what does Hawaiian barbecue mean? Comedy Fitness Podcast, we're going to the food fitness part right now. <laughs> what is Hawaiian barbecue? To me, it means sweet pork. Uh, it could it, be, but, it could be any kind of meat and it's usually marinated in that kind of soy and sugar mm-hmm. uh, mix and, and then you grill it. So a lot of it is kalbi, which is the, the ribs mm-hmm. and then there's chicken and beef but the, so you got that and there's Endless amounts of carbs. There's usually two scoops of rice. <laughs> There's a scoop of macaroni salad. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it might be on a bed of uh, cabbage or not. Who cares, right? <laughs> but that's all it is. It's carbs, fat, and sugar. Yeah. That's, so that's what they're marking. Is there any kind of, uh, p- 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 not potato, is there any bread involved? No. They don't give you like a whole Hawaiian roll? Am I just being like, just no. throwing that in there? No. But there's a, a chain of uh, diners, drive-ins in Hawaii called Zippies. And hmm. when you go to Zippies, you can get... Uh, it, the thing in Hawaii is you order a plate lunch. That's what they call it, plate mm-hmm. lunch. And it's it's like that. You get your meat, you get two scoops of rice and a scoop of macaroni salad. But at Zippies, mm. you can get a, <laughs> a spaghetti plate and they give you spaghetti with meat sauce on it. Yeah. Two scoops of rice, macaroni salad, and garlic bread. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, and a big fruit punch. Where are you running and some sugar on top of it? Yeah. Was it for the workers to work hard? You know, probably, because uh, originally it was uh, like a lunchtime thing. It's a plate lunch, so you Mm -hmm. get that in a box and you eat it during uh, midday. No, and sometimes, you know, you figure cultures, it matters what people had to do. And now, you know, we change into modern society and that's why people get fat. Because you know, back in the day, it made sense to eat that level of carbohydrates if you were going to actually till in the fields or something. Right. Like that. In Hawaii, it's a plantation society. Yeah. There's sugar cane and pineapple. And then pretty soon, people aren't working in those jobs. They're exactly. working in a state office somewhere. Exactly. Now that you're an accountant, yeah, <laughs> you might not need that plate lunch to go back to the, t- to the and now and that's what's right. Is it comedy for this podcast? Let's talk about that. We usually, you know, we bounce around a little bit. Let's go straight to to, to to nutrition because, man, you were a more than vegan for a while. You weren't just a you weren't just like a you talked about cooking and frying things in boiled water today. You, were t- you mentioned yeah. that, like, because not using oil, not using any. Yeah, like, you fry fr- tofu in uh, in a light, you know, a little small amount of water, just yeah. to, so it doesn't mm-hmm. stick to the. Pan. I think that's just extreme boiling, but I think I like how we call it frying. <laughs> I like how we call it. Like, like, yeah, because like you're not really boiling, boiling it. You're not going full English patient on us. We love this thing. I love this thing. There you go. Testing. Comedy Fitness Podcast. We're back after recording. <laughs> I didn't even notice you, you brought your PS4. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. I got free time. And I, I'm killing Nazis right now. Wolfenstein 2. And then uh, I got Call of Duty World War Two, And then I got Deadpool. And um, it's all first-person shooters. I probably need help. That's awesome. I, I, Last I, week on a ship, a lady came up to me. She said, hmm. my son, all he wants to do is stay in his room and murder cartoons. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's a funny line. Lady. Murdering cartoons <laughs> all <funny>. day <laughs> with no ramifications. <laughs> you think those cartoons have funerals? <laughs> oh, that's a funny lady. That's funny. <laughs> Murdering cartoons. Because that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, it feels fake, you know, because, but there are cartoons. I have them killing the shit out of fake Nazis. They never show you the cartoon funeral. They never show <laughs> you the cartoon friends who are sad that the cartoon friend is dead. True, there's all those cartoon babies that are fatherless now. That's true. I've, I've, I've killed a lot of it. First thing, Call of Duty. But now, okay, Comedy Fitness Podcast, other than killing, other than working my thumbs, I do try to work out. And now we talked about fitness earlier before, but I lost my SIM card, got full, and I just spent the last, <laughs> I just, I think I just deleted either the whole folder or only three podcasts. So some of you comics out there, I might have to re record. Anyway. That's funny. No, no, that's just me, technical difference. <laughs> me around anything technical. I can't believe this thing even gets aired on a weekly basis, somewhat weekly. But now... Even your SD card needed to lose weight. Exactly. Even my SD card needed to lose weight, and even it was rejecting being with me. Okay, but now, <laughs> you, you were frying food in boiled water. We were right, okay, extreme so boiling. I had gout. And, and yeah, uh, the yeah. way to combat that, the only way, really, is to better your diet. And so that's what I did. I went really hardcore vegetarian. There's a there's a doctor, a physician. His name is John McDougall, mm. and he has a he and his wife have come up with a system, a diet system, which is really hardcore. There are no oils, mm-hmm. uh, none of that stuff, and of course, no meat, no meat products. Mm-hmm. It was all nut uh, milk or nut butter. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was none of that. It was real hardcore. Did that or some variation of that for four years, and after that, my gout was gone. I've. I've was like brand new. So was it also a weight issue or just the the acidity issue? Like for instance, like like for instance, my brother has gout, but it's almost strictly tied to his bad diet, of course. But he's about hundred pounds overweight. Uh, no, I, I was never a hundred pounds okay. overweight, mm-hmm. but I was, of course, a fat kid. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, when, no, I had, when I had gout, was not a fat kid though. It oh, was just, okay, no. It was just a, a buildup of bad things yeah. in your body, and so the, the diet fixed that. Also, uh, there's another. It's, there's a lot of health uh, related diet work going on in Hawaii, simply because of the kind of plate lunches that people used to eat. Yeah, in Hawaii, it's just carb, 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 fat, 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 sugar, mm-hmm. sugar, sugar. Mm-hmm. And so on the west coast. There's a more uh, native indigenous population of Hawaiians, and that was their diet. And there was a well, Samoans larger. I mean, a lot of health know, problems. That, on that yeah, side. About so, heart disease. Another doctor, Doctor Terry Shintani, came up with uh, the Waianae diet. It's a it's a series of, I guess it's books now. I think he has the Waianae diet and the Hawaii diet, and it's a way to change your way of life uh, and through eating and yeah. better your health. And that's what you have to do. It, it is it is about lifestyle change, and I tell people a little is better than than, than nothing, right? And it's it's incremental, and in that we can do things like you did. Like you were a, a pretty hardcore vegan, which means that you're you're making your own food. You're investing a lot of time and energy and yes. knowledge in learning about food, where it's from. You're a nightmare to go out with. Oh like, yeah, like you were married because you were because you were an absolute nightmare to go out with and prepare for a party. Oh my god! Oh my Paul's coming over. What the fuck is he gonna eat? He better bring his bag. When I would go out with friends <laughs> and we would eat at Zippy's, that the yeah. diner, they'd be having a fried chicken and, and all that stuff. And I would order a, a salad and I would squeeze a lemon over it. It was just, yeah. it killed me. But <laughs> but you were, but you were, it, it worked. Yeah. It worked. And, and now you're at, now you're at a place where you can eat a little bit. You have some meat. Oh, I love you steak. Know? Yeah, yeah. You, you have some other things. You have some fried food occasionally, but you learn moderation. Also, you, you you've learned the knowledge of the food. I always tell people nothing wrong with eating bad as long as you know it. Yeah, and uh, and now I love vegetables mm-hmm. because I was a vegetarian for so long. I ate a lot of things that I normally would not have eaten back then. You tried different stuff. Yeah, you you broaden your horizons. You uh, uh, expand your palate. Yes, that, and you, you learn to eat different things. And it's not all gross. When you're when you're kids, you don't want to eat Brussels sprouts. No, but uh, I still oh well, that? really close to that. Other I know there's a nice ghost ship outside. We're on the Royal Caribbean. Uh, what's the name of the ship? It's the know. Allure of the Seas. Thank you, Allure of the Seas. And we're we're we're, we're next to it. We're in bad weather, not choppy, but just bad weather. It's kind of gloomy. And we're next to. I think that's a celebrity ship. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to be this close to another ship at sea. It's like when you're flying in a plane and you can see the other plane. They're next close. To you. Maybe they need help. You know, this is like I always think about. It like I always think we're like uh, we're like techno pirates, like pirates of the new century. Yeah. And like I do wonder, it's stupid. Like if we did have guns and cannons, like we're at range now. We're at modern day. Yeah. Like we could totally like start firing on these fuckers from Norwegian, <laughs> and they start fucking back. But I want to work for Norwegian too. Like don't worry, I don't want to just. You know, I don't think I don't want them all to go down. Carnival, Norwegian, Royal. I love you all. I want to work for all of these bad boys. But we are close. We're in firing distance. I think we should take them out. But now back to good eating. You cook a lot of your own food. Yeah, when I'm at home, I I do like to cook. I like Indian food. I love it. A lot of love it is my vegetarian. Curries. Yes, they do a really great job of vegetarians, and I like their rice. Their rice isn't as junky as other cultures' rice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do like uh, Thai food. Thai food and Indian food have a lot of different spices and flavors that, uh, you know, you almost don't even miss the meat if you're cooking those foods. Just the, my spice cabinet is full of different stuff. Fish? Uh, occasionally, but if I do eat fish mostly these days, it's poke. It's uh, Okay, because growing up in Hawaii, fish wasn't it was like a stable? 
Fish was, I mean, we Tuna had fish a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what, I don't know. There's a lot of steamed fish in Hawaii. Yeah. Which, which is a good, good way to have it. But now with the, so now, so now how often would you say you have meat in a seven day cycle? Oh, at two times a week maybe. Oh, okay. So not, not extreme at all. Not, not bad. No, okay. So no, really, I mean, it really varies. Sometimes I'll eat meat quite a bit. Yeah, but then you get back. And then I was like, okay, I got to eat more. Eat more plants. That's the three words that you need to know. Eat more plants. It's like I tell my four-year-old, eat the green. Yeah. Like for the most part, it's green. There's other vegetable colors. And eat different colors. Yes. Okay, so that's how you know you're getting a a different variety of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you got, uh, because there's beta carotene in in the the red and orange stuff. Orange things, yes. Red bell peppers. Beets. Yes. Grapes, greens, like, uh, you know, and you're right. Colorful. Go for colorful. Go for pretty. Go, go, go for a mix of colors. Mm-hmm. Go for a diverse salad. Go for the Rainbow Coalition of Salad. Yeah. The, it's kind of like our show, Paul. <laughs> you know, it's a very diverse, healthy show. Yeah. Comedy Fitness Podcast, talking about diverse and healthy. We got, our, we, got our, we got our question of the month. It's a new thing we're starting here on Comedy Fitness Podcast, sponsored by Title Boxing, Title Boxing Club Alpharetta, for all your boxing needs. Title Boxing Club Alpharetta. You can see them at titleboxingclub.com slash Alpharetta. Our question comes from Francis K. from Trailer Park, Florida. Francis K. asks, hey, Don, what's up with intermittent fasting, and should I take weight loss drugs? Lighten up, Francis. Pretty much. <laughs> Lighten up, Francis. It is a great name. I don't know if that's a guy or a girl, by the way. Uh, usually with it. the I, it's a dude. Oh, okay. The- okay. So, well, now, what do you think first? Do you know anything about intermittent fasting? It's- uh, listen, your body's a machine. Your body needs fuel. Yes. You, you got to eat. You can't not eat. You can't uh, not eat. I don't know. I'm, I haven't read up on it, but I assume that you should. Anytime you fast is... Uh, it's bad, right? Well, you see, now I got. I'm doing a little bit, and it's it's more of an experimental body. And I think that in fasting in general is not great. Mm-hmm. But intermittent fasting, what they're really talking about is taking time off from eating. So in a 24 hour cycle, they're talking about eating for 16 hours and not. I'm sorry, not eating for 16 hours and eating for eight. Now the way I do it in my world is I eat from 12 o'clock to 8 p.m. All right, and the rest of the time I fast. I have water. I drink. Uh, juices uh, occasionally, mostly tea. And then when I'm on ships, alcohol like a fish. Right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm breaking that part by eating, but I try not to eat after 8 o'clock. But I will have beers and Jaegers and other mixers and stuff. So, that, so I do break it that way, but I try not to have the solids. So, and the theory is, is that it's kind of like caveman thing. We didn't always have access to food, and it's kind of a misnomer that your metabolism needs to run all the, all the time. It doesn't. And in fact, I think people's digestive tracts get a little overused because I think we're always kind of eating. We're always kind of grazing. And I don't think our body's built to digest all the damn time. Because by the time, because think about it, breakfast, lunch, dinner, by the time you're finished really digesting, you're about to start eating again. Hmm. And I think that's some of the problems. That's why a modern society, like the last couple hundred years, I think why we've had so many digestional issues is because we're just asking it to do too much. And also we're eating shitty. Like if you're eating a bunch of carbs and a bunch of heavy meats for breakfast, and then for lunch you're having more carbs and heavy meats, and then for, and for dinner you're like, oh, I get my reward carbs, heavy meats, and then I'm going to dump some sugar on it. I think you've asked your body to like, you're, you're processing food like 18 hours of the day. You know, and I think, and don't get me wrong, it's not a movement or anything. I think there are times you take on and off. And so for me, I like the fact that 
a lot of the, the eight hours of that is sleeping, by the way, which everybody kind of does or should. Right. You're, you're, you're doing some form of fast on a, on a scale anyways if you just have a normal sleep cycle. And that's why they call your first meal of the day breakfast because yeah, you're breaking the fast. You're breaking the fast. I'm just doing a little more extreme. So I wake up at 7, 8 o'clock because I got a kid. I have I work out, have some green tea, keep my, carb, keep my uh, caffeine up. I eat about 1 o'clock, 12, 12 o'clock, 1. And then I, and it's not like I'm eating straight. <laughs> until eight o'clock i'm gonna have one more meal probably a snack and then one more meal before eight o'clock and then then i'm done and then i don't drink tonight because i go home tomorrow and then at home when i'm in atlanta is when i do that more strictly because it's way easier for me not to be tempted by anything else i hear the food can be too good to where i break it uh-huh. that's what they basically mean by intermittent fasting not so much just like fuck food Oh, okay. So maybe the opposite of the zone where people eat every three or four hours. Exactly, which we've been talking about for the last few decades. We've been talking about eating every three hours, keeping your metabolism going, not really feeling hungry, keeping it going. And now, I don't think there's anything wrong with that for a lot of people. And I think especially for people whose metabolisms are already high. I think that worked for a lot of people successfully who were already kind of highly motivated people in the fitness industry, and we promoted it because we were always run- It meant sense for us to eat every three hours. We were expending energy like that. Mm. If you're in f- sports or fitness, like, yeah. If you're a regular person, that's a, that's a hobby. <laughs> no, it is, and I think that's what we did because I think people forget in the fitness industry, they're really in their heads, and they don't think about, like, this dude's got a nine-to-five. He's... They're not Tupperware people, I say. Like, people can't shake it and bring their food to work all the time. They food prep and bring their Tupperware. They got to eat in the real world. They got to go to lunch with all the other guys at TGI Fridays. How about they just make better choices at TGI Fridays and they don't bring, you know, their Tupperware to TGI Fridays? I mean, sometimes you might have to if you got an event or a sport, if you're that kind of guy. But, you know, you fit it, I'd say you try to fit in your lifestyle. Yeah, well, I, there you go. Just make better choices in whatever it is that you're doing. Make mm-hmm. better choices. Like on this ship, I've been horrible. I've just been eating nonstop. I, I've actually eaten so much that my complete digestive system is full. Like every time <laughs> I, ha- I eat something, I have to shit out that much right then. <laughs> See, and that's part of what I mean about the intermittent fat. You need to take long breaks off of eating. Because mm. I know that, like, for instance, we went to, we went to the Mexican place one day. Sabor. And I really shouldn't have eaten anything the rest of the day. I was just pushing down more food later night, and I've been shitting since then. Not in a bad way. <laughs> not in a bad way. It's not, di- oh, it's oh. not ba- in a bad way. I've just, like, literally, my body's like, and kind of my thing I was talking about, like, my body's like, you gave me so much food to process. Like, you asshole. I'm just working my ass <laughs> off here, literally. And I got to shit all this stuff out because you ate a lot of corn. You don't usually eat this level of tortillas and chips. And then i just been shoveling guacamole in my system. Which is a good fat, but it's still fat, so it's going to come out, and you eat a lot of it. I oh, eat yeah. a lot of guac. <sighs> I'm in love with it now. Comedy Fitness Podcast. How about fitness, man? You know, you're pretty good. You shut out salt on your food. You seem to mix it up now. Do you do, you do form any form of exercise on a regular basis? Well, I was far more active before I, I tore my ACL. Ouch. And uh, the doctor said, well, you're not a pro athlete, so we really don't need to do surgery. Oh. And I was like, no, can we please? Yeah. He said, no, no, no. You just if we don't do the surgery, you just you're gonna have good days and bad days. And I was like, Well, I don't want bad days. <laughs> yeah. Can we just right. but he didn't he refused. So uh I'm getting around in life with a torn ACL. See now I, that's on the I have a torn peck and the same doctor said the same thing. Like you finished model? <laughs> no, but I don't want a dent. He's like, Well, like I same thing. I mean, did we just go with bad doctor advice? I think so. <laughs> 
Are we walking around broken because some yeah. asshole was lazy? Yeah, wait. Don't you make money off the surgery? <laughs> yeah. What do you? I have good insurance. I think I'd like to get fixed. No, so okay. So what do you do? You rehabbed around it. What do you? Uh, yeah, run? I rehabbed, but you know now I'm not. Uh, I can't. I can't go running as. Uh, not that I used to go often, <laughs> but I can't. That's not an option now. <laughs> See. Do you think about maybe going back and getting a fix when you have like more than a three days off of a, of a work? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I do too. Yeah. I don't know if it's too late, but I think about going back in and like, can I get this fucking thing fixed? I know I'm not a bench press. It should never be too late to be uh, fixed. <laughs> yeah, I have insurance. Yeah, you're 99, maybe. If you're 99, you know, just get through it. Get yeah. through that extra day. That you have left. I've always said, oh, people could take heroin. So do you, you do the elliptical water stuff? Um, no, I, I do like uh, uh, if I'm near a pool or if I'm near the ocean, or, you know, here on the ship, we'll get off yeah. at ports. I'll go out and swim in the ocean for a little bit. Okay, that's great. But uh, there's a friend of mine who does fitness videos on Instagram. Hmm. And uh, she has... Uh, Give right her now, a plug. Right now, she's got a clip up of things you can do. In your hotel room, where you don't even have machines or uh -huh. anything or weights, uh, she has a. She says, "If you have ten minutes, you can do these things." Yes. So it's a, her. You can find her on Instagram, Traylo, T R A Y dot L O, uh, and she's uh, look it up right now. Shout out to Traylo, Traylo. Yeah, what's up, Traylo? What's up, Traylo? So, like, uh, it's low impact. So you're doing low impact stuff. Yeah, you're, you're doing water. burpees in your room and uh, push ups, uh, etc. No, you know yourself though. Like, uh, um, you're doing low impact. If I'm in my room, I'll mm -hmm. just do uh, push ups, mm -hmm. or I'll grab like I've been curling this table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hear you. Like you, no, coming for this podcast, we live a lot of lot of hotel rooms and a lot of cabins. I've used things in the cabin as right. weight, your luggage. Chairs to do dips. Yeah. You know, you lift up a random table. How much does the table work? It may weigh 23 pounds, so you're not exactly doing, uh, you're not doing certified weights, but fuck it, it's heavy. Right. It's, and <laughs> when you're lifting things in real life, you don't say, well, uh, can you help me lift this uh, thing? You're like, oh, is that 20 pounds? Or <laughs> that, that's very true. You don't, you don't, that's very true. You just go ahead and pick it up. Now, okay. So uh, out of a 70 cycle. How much are you working out? Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Uh, it depends. You know, if I'm stuck in a place like a ship, yeah. obviously I can do it more. If I'm at home, uh, then I tend to get lazy. I play with my dogs more. Or my yeah. wife sends me on missions. But now, do you count the errands as exercise? Like, is it is it walking to the car and then walking in no, Home Depot? But or I'll is tell it you actual what, stuff, stuff? This Apple Watch that I got yes. is very uh, insistent on me doing things. Yeah, and your wife can track it. <laughs> and, and, no, and people know there's proof. Like, yeah. what the fuck did you do today? Yeah. I did stuff. Let me how see. How many steps did you take? Exactly. They know if you sat on your ass. Is this, did your circle close? But I'm gone so much. It's kind of like, I, it's like, take, it takes the place of my wife. Oh, it nags you. Yeah, no, it tells you, it's time to move. Yeah, yeah it does. The, 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 and it's the, like, I don't like the way you're breathing. Is it the sit down timer? The one that, um, like, you can set it to vibrate if your ass is just sitting too much. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it, it gets annoying, especially if you sit a lot. But but, uh, they, but I like how it tells you the stand feature, the stand yeah. feature, which we're lucky. At our job, we pretty much do the requirements if we just work. Right. We could sit on our ass all day, but our job does require a, a solid, usually round hour of standing, and, and we're here, better than other people. Here on the ship, we're doing three a night, and yeah. uh, I stand usually most mm -hmm. of the whole time, whether I'm on stage or I'm watching you off stage, I'm standing. Yeah, and I sweat. 
So I I always figure I'm breaking. I've I've actually I've used my watch during. I've I've set it up for fitness. I've counted what we do as workouts, oh. and it's it's not cheating because I'm wearing the watch and I'm moving. <laughs> so I count that, man. I count that. Close those circles, and I do. No, seriously, I do find the Apple Watch helps. Yeah, yeah. I find the technology. It does can help. be fooled though. I went to and did a show at an army base, and the command sergeant major took me off roading in his jeep. And because the road was so bumpy, my Apple Watch thought I was doing a marathon. And after, uh, it, it thought I was exercising the whole time. And by the time we were done driving, my watch said, oh, you've closed all your rings. <laughs> oh, nah. Yeah. Oh, you did awesome. And you're like, oh, and your adrenaline was up, so your heart rate was probably yeah. racing a little bit too. But so you can't really, you know, yeah. like you're moving, you're like, awesome. <laughs> you're like, let's get a cheeseburger. <laughs> I just earned extra food at the mess. Oh, that's cool. So, like, okay, uh, you have the uh, you have the digital wife that helps you with the track, yes. the, the system with 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 the fitness, mm-hmm. um, and a big impetus of it was health. So, uh, no gout, no issues now. Or, no, I'm all, all good. Yeah, fantastic. So, all right, comedy fitness podcast. Back to comedy. Um, uh, oh, by the way, sorry, Francis. Uh, Francis, uh, the other question you had was, should I take weight loss drugs if you can afford them? Francis has always been my answer, but <laughs> for the most part. They will not help you in the long run, and they will bite you in the ass. I but would even if you can say, afford them. I would say don't even do it. Yeah, there you go. That's, because, that's uh, better advice, actually, friends. A lot of people get in physical uh, trouble because they're taking these pills, which I have evidence is bullshit. Ooh. I was watching. Uh, I didn't. I was watch. I saw a commercial or it was a news a magazine ad or internet ad, but uh, they show a before and after picture. Mm-hmm. And one of the models there, I knew her. And so what they did is they just took a picture and used that as the after picture mm-hmm. and then made her get heavy and took a before they picture. They made her gain weight? Well, I mean, it was a deal, right? Hey, you want to make some money? Yeah, but like they said, here's a cookie? No, I, I don't know how long it was, but yeah. that's not what she looks like. Oh, so they wow. made her just get a little heavy for a before picture and then wow. she dropped the weight again through her own natural fitness yeah. without taking these pills. Wow. I mean, you know, I know there's scams like that. I've been in the fitness industry. I've seen some weird stuff. There's usually like, you know, water weight. Yeah. Or like, I have seen people like, they take the before, the after picture before and they purposely gain weight over the next That's month. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> you know, because okay, that makes sense. Oh, wow. So, okay, Francis, uh, even if you can afford them, don't take the damn drugs. Save the money, buy fruit. Where Okay, I don't know kind of how old you are, Francis, or how much you weigh, but let's say, let's say for the sake of argument, you're 40 years old and you're 30 pounds overweight. You think a magic pill is going to take you in, uh, back 30 pounds in two weeks? It took you 40 years to be 30 pounds overweight. So if you make a complete lifestyle change... Lifestyle change. Not just, uh, oh, I'm gonna, this week I'm going to eat uh, two fewer Twinkies... <laughs> It's a lifestyle change, and it's going to take you a long time to get back to where you want to be. But that's what you have to do. Exactly. No, you need that. You, you need the. You need the, the strength of will. You need to practice. You need to practice being 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 good at making food choices, and it's about discipline. I mean, you know, no one ever wants to hear it. I don't even want to hear it. I do this for a living, and I don't want to hear it. But it's about discipline. Like the the thing about the pill, it can work. But this is the problem: you can't keep that shit up, and it's gonna bite you in the ass. And you have to do it without anything, and that's when you realize that you don't have practice of doing it because you didn't do it the right way. Yeah, you did it the wrong way. I mean, even you know, cheaters always get caught. I mean, Lance Armstrong, they found out eventually, and and it it, it it's one of those things. It it really at the end, it, it shortcuts always are just that. 
the right. shortcuts and and it, and at the end it's always the long road it's always a marathon and you got to you got to eat better and move more and even at the level of elite athletes there's still a lot of uh, cheating going Anderson oh, yeah. Silva or John oh, yeah. Jones oh gosh yeah i mean i mean even if it's just trying to find legal edges like you know like everybody's pushing it but it's cheating you know especially when that money's on the line yeah and I kind of like now, listen, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite too. I kind of like my like football players and some of my athletes. I like them on steroids. I want, <laughs> no, if, if you're going to make millions and millions, then I understand if you're going to risk your health. I understand that because it might be a trade off. If you're going to make millions and millions, and I, I don't mind if you, and I want, I want freaks. Yeah, I you want to see somebody crush a baseball yes. out yeah. of the stadium. Yes, I hate baseball. I need to see hitting. In fact, without steroids, I fucking hate baseball. <laughs> I do. I don't even know what people are watching. Like, what the fuck? What? I mean, why, baseball is so boring without steroids. It needs steroids. I miss Mark Aguirre. I miss Sammy Sosa. Okay, Barry Bonds looked like a bobblehead, but I don't care because he was hitting out the park. Now, eh, you got some good cool kids that are excited, and I got to get into the sport because my kid likes it. But I like football, even though I think it's dying because those are monsters hitting each other. I like UFC. Oh, I love MMA. Yeah, yeah. you know. Now, I, in that case, maybe steroids is a bad thing because. Well, MMA they don't need it actually. So yeah. in MMA, I got to be honest. Like there are performance enhancing drugs to take, but not steroids. Being bigger is not necessarily going to help you. You know, like they, they, they. I'm sure they're dabbling more in blood doping and amphetamines. I think they're doing stuff that like we're not caring enough about. I think there's a lot of diuretics, uh, so yeah. that they can fight smaller guys fighting smaller guys making weight i mean i think they're doing a lot of stuff like that and i think there's some amphetamine stuff i don't think they're doing a lot of like steroid traditional ones but i mean they're still they're still you know phds performance enhancing drugs they're still you know and which again like ah, I'm, I'm like i'm okay with it here's my 20 bucks <laughs> you know? sure like i mean like as long, but i'd rather know about it like i'm like hey man i get like you're not normal like you know you're, you're like brock lesnar like you come on <laughs> Come on, like you know, after he won, like I'm gonna go fuck my wife and drink some beer. I'm like, yeah, you're not okay. I'm guessing you, you know, I'm guessing you were weird before the steroids, and now you're on some shit, and like, you just beat the shit out of a dude, and like, you're pretty, you're not okay. Yeah, you know? I mean, He's... I mean, I expect some of my guys not to be okay because I'm asking them to do awful shit to other humans. <laughs> They're like gladiators; they might not be normal. Or Alistair Overeem. Well, oh, Dude is so big. I, was, I don't know. I name. mean, he's not uh, Lesnar, but where Lesnar has no neck, it's just he's a Lesnar. human lat. That's all yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's a cartoon character, Lesnar. His ears are up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know Alistair Overeem. I don't know this guy. Oh, you big, don't? No, 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 no. Uh, I should be a bigger fan. What's, what's big going on? Dutch dude. Uh, he heavyweight. Oh, the heavyweight. What's yeah. how much? Two. Uh, I think it's two twenty five. Is see, it? Yeah. See, see, humans. You know, humans are only supposed to be. I like to like small. I'm like a lot of fight fans. I like the smaller guys because I want to see technique. I want to see multiple hits. These big guys are just physics. You cannot let a man over two hundred and thirty pounds touch you. Yeah. They'll, 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 it's just physics. If they're coming down, you know, even if they're bad at it, <laughs> you can't let them. You can't let them hit you. Now, comedy fitness podcast. We're about to get out of here. But man, thank you for first of all taking time out of being hilarious this week with me. Oh no, I enjoyed the shows all week. Thanks for uh, no, thanks for putting up with me. Thanks man. for being not a, a crazy uh, psycho. Oh, th you know, th thank you back for because I, I am a little bit of a crazy psycho. So I, you mean that nicely, <laughs> okay? Because I, <laughs> yes, I, partic I, I participate in some foolishness. You are a grown man, sir, and a fine comic. So you participate. So you participate in almost zero foolishness, but do a fine job. 
do a great well, job on stage. I think it's because we're stuck on a ship. If, if we're out somewhere <laughs> in a town, well, foolish. <laughs> there would be more foolishness. But, you know, foolish enough. We do foolish light. We went to Sephora, had a good time. Yeah. You know, we had a good time. But now, where are we plugging, man? Come on, where, where, can my, where, can my, where can my dozens and dozens of comedy fitness fans find you, man? All right. Well, paulogata.com, P-A-U-L-O-G-A-T-A.com. And it's all some variation of that on Twitter. It's paulogata. Facebook, paulogata. Uh Instagram, Paul Ogata. Tumblr, however, it's uh, things that look like buttholes.tumblr.com. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Things that look like buttholes.tumblr.com. Oh, I like that niche. Yeah. And they're all things that look like buttholes except for actual assholes. Yeah. I mean, you can even upload pictures of things that you've seen that look like buttholes, but you cannot upload actual buttholes. That's against yeah. the rules. That, that's hence the name. Right. Uh, also, I, I shot a one-hour special in New York City at the John Jay College uh, in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. So if you, uh, it'll be on in demand, I guess, on different cable things uh, in a couple of months. Okay. What's the name of the special? Uh, a collection of my favorite lies. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Go, Paul Agata, collection of my favorite lies. It'll yeah. be on um, in demand. In demand soon. Oh man, that's great. That's fantastic. Well, when that does come out, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll of course bump it more on the podcast and stuff because I want to piggyback of any success you have at all. That's kind of my thing. Fantastic. Well, someone that uh, is on my podcast is going to get super famous, and I'm going to be like, "Yeah, I had him on first. That's my thing. <laughs> that's my thing." Coattail writer. Yeah, so, yeah. Paul, I'll be right behind you as you shoot for the stars, man. Comedy Fitness Podcast. It's been fantastic, Paul. Thank you so much for showing up. You guys, check him out on all the platforms we just messaged and mentioned, and check out the special coming up on In Demand. God, thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, and guys. Always remember, laugh your ass off. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, I want to thank you so much for listening to the Comedy Fitness Podcast. And you're probably asking, Don, how do you make the Comedy Fitness Podcast possible? That's because I have an awesome sponsor, Tidal Boxing Club. Okay, I want you to go to TidalBoxingClub.com slash Alpharetta. That's a club I teach my comedy kickboxing class at. You can find me there when I'm in town teaching and preaching the health and fitness lifestyle without taking it too seriously. We have a lot of fun. So I want you to go to TitleBoxingClub.com slash Alpharetta. You can also call them at 770-864-5492. That is 770-864-5492. Come to Title Boxing Alpharetta where the punchlines hit hard. Yeah, I know. But they do. And you can lose weight and have a lot of fun. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Peace.